Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the My Little Eater podcast. I'm Edwina, your host and registered dietitian and mom of two. If you are new here, welcome. I am so excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you are a longtime listener, oh my gosh, so much thanks goes out to you for continuing to listen every single week. Means the world to me. I am so happy to have you as part of my longtime family. So this week, I am talking about how to balance breastfeeding on demand and solid foods, but not just how, also kind of the relationship between breastfeeding and solid food introduction. I bring this up because it is something that comes up very, very, very often when I see clients who are Um, you know, they either have babies or toddlers who are struggling with eating solids. Maybe they have poor appetite or they just are very, very picky. They only eat certain things and they're drinking a lot of milk. And I find that when it comes to talking about formula feeding, bottle feeding, it's really, really easy to kind of get around the idea that at a certain age, we have structure around how bottles are offered, when they're offered, how much is offered. And with breastfeeding, because it is such like, you know, the gold standard, so amazing um, for mom and for baby, great for bonding, all that stuff, we kind of have a hard time thinking of adding some structure around it. And a huge part of it is because of the concept of feeding on demand. So let's just back up for a second. Let's start from day one, baby's born. You know, we're setting the stage for breastfeeding. Essentially, we would hope anyway, we try, we strive to exclusively breastfeed until at least six months of age. That is the recommendation by the World Health Organization, American Academy of Pediatrics, Canadian Academy of Pediatrics, and all health professionals. So that is like the thing that we strive for. And during this time, we are feeding our baby on demand, which means that we are responding to our baby's cries and cues for hunger and for wanting to breastfeed. And in the beginning, I mean, really throughout this six month period, it looks very different. It could look different for every baby. It could look different month over month um, because it's very responsive to the baby. So it's individual. But especially in those early months, we have a lot more breastfeeding and nursing sessions happening. It is definitely like a more constant thing. And then we start to see, you know, one as supplies start to build up more and more over the first month uh, or two. And also as you and your baby both get into a routine, you start to kind of see some kind of rhythm, rhyme and reason to when, you know, nursing sessions happen and when your baby wants to breastfeed. But it's not like perfectly scheduled out, right? It's kind of like this rhythm that you get into and there's ups and downs and and lefts and rights, but there's kind of an overall flow. Now, after six months of age, that's when we start introducing solids. And that does not by any means mean that you have to wean your baby off of the breast milk. That is 
quite the contrary. You can continue very, very easily and successfully, um, and there's tons of benefits to continuing. Um, in conjunction to adding solids in. And so when you introduce solids, you're typically starting with one solid food meal per day. And then the goal is to have your baby eating three meals a day by about nine or 10 months of age. And it doesn't have to be perfect eating at this point. You know, they're still gonna have a lot to learn between nine and 12 months of age in terms of still developing their skills, but it is definitely something that they are so familiar with they come to the table ready to eat and um you know understanding how mealtime works and they're eating something like you're actually seeing that there's a point to those meals happening at nine months of age and regardless of how you go about it whether you're breastfeeding or formula feeding whatever it is by around 12 months of age maybe you know 13 months of age kind of at a at a more max point um the solid food should be the primary source of nutrition and that's for optimal growth and development so again whether you choose to breastfeed your toddler on demand or whether you are doing formula feeding or whatever it is, it's kind of the same goal, right? No matter what. And because it can take a baby so many months to learn how to eat and really develop an interest for solid food, it's important that we're not doing this too late. So it's not like we want to wait until you know, 11 months of age or even 10 months of age to really get going with solids and then start to think about, oh, maybe I'll start adding a second meal or a third meal now. We want babies to be pretty proficient by this age. That is what is so key in all of the, again, clients that I see that come to me with picky eating issues. When you have that, like, down pat and your baby's eating well and they've built the skills to chew and eat and take a whole bunch of different textures and flavors down like like a champ – that is when you see such a reduced risk of picky eating because toddlers, they're not nearly as open or interested in new flavors and textures, you know, as they were at, you know, six to 10 months of age, even up to 12 months of age. And basically, if your baby isn't exploring solid foods by this time, the number one reason is because they're not hungry. You know, of course, there's a minor um, chances that they might have like a feeding delay or they may have some kind of Um, oral motor delay but also that comes and is very much helped with more practice eating solids but most times it's because they're just fighting that process to eat solids because they've got milk it's so much easier to drink milk they're relying on that dominant skill they have of being able to extract milk from a nipple you know suckling on a on a breast or on the nipple and it's harder to actually use those oral motor skills that are required for chewing and for eating so building those skills that takes you know repetitive practice lots of exposures um and lots and lots of time so it's a really really kind of complex and harder skill to develop and again if we have milk there all the time or or kind of at the wrong times I want to say then what's happening is your baby is likely to skip over meals or eat very very little or only eat certain textures and then opt to actually just fill themselves up with milk way too much right and we're not getting them to actually progress from there and I find especially with breastfeeding there's so much of that feeding on demand kind of concept drilled into you even more so than for some reason formula feeding you know bottle feeding which really it's the same exact concept for both but with breastfeeding I find that it is 
so much more of like offering the breast anytime they cry and you're not even really sure what they want. So you're going to offer the breast. It's not necessarily feeding cues that you're going off of. It's just become this thing where, again, it's much easier. Of course, it's comforting for, for you and for baby, but still understanding at the same time that it has calories, milk has calories, and it's going to fill them up um, potentially to a point where they may not be eating solids the way they should be. And things change as they get older, you know, as they hit 10 months, 11 months, 12 months, it's a lot easier for habits to develop in terms of why they're asking or when they're asking for, for you know, breast milk. Um, of course, it is sometimes when they're hungry, of course, but there's also that habit that's developing that, oh, I want mommy or I am lonely or I am, um, you know, X, Y, Z and I want to feed. And that habit can again start to impede on how your child starts to eat at that point or um, doesn't eat at that point and what textures they eat. Think about this. The more breast milk that they are getting in, the less solids they're going to get, right? Because they only have so much room in their belly. Then again, at the same time, the more solids they're getting in, the less breast milk they're going to get. So we've got to kind of find this happy balance as your baby, you know, most babies, I would say, kind of do just fall right into that flow and it balances out perfectly on their own. But some babies might need a little bit of help. And that's, again, why I'm here talking to you about this today. So while it's not best for your baby in the early months to be on any type of schedule, there does come a time when scheduled feeding can be introduced. And it's done loosely, okay? The idea of a schedule is not something that has to be rigid and strict and, um, you know, in opposition to responsive feeding, not at all. But again, you're kind of building a routine. I'm going to get into that. So let's start with at six months of age. Okay, so we've got one meal happening per day, maybe two. You're going to basically not see any change in how many nursing sessions that your child's eating uh, or having really at the end of the day because the amount of calories they're getting in, especially in that first month, is sort of negligible and we do recommend it still. I mean, at this point, milk is 100% the primary source of nutrition. So what we recommend is you do offer milk first and then about 30 minutes, maybe 60 minutes, sometimes even 90 minutes after offering that milk and it's totally dependent on the baby and and your schedule and and all that stuff then you would offer solid food so that's going to allow your baby to not be super full but they're also not going to be hangry you know they're not going to go in really frustrated and wanting to fill up their bellies it's just a time to explore and they'll have enough interest at that point to explore solids remembering that solids I, especially in those first few months, it's not about the calories as much as it is about learning those eating skills, right? You may want to offer a top-up um, nursing session, like you can offer some breast milk after solids because they might still be hungry, especially because they're not really getting in many calories, they're learning. So just go with the flow when it comes to offering top-ups or not. So then at seven or eight months of age, you know, that second meal is probably happening by now if it hasn't already happened. And you may see at this point that the number of nursing sessions might decrease a little bit. So it might drop by one full session. It might drop by two full sessions. It depends again on how much solids your baby's actually taking in at mealtime. And that's totally fine. This is the gradual natural process that's going to start to happen. Usually, I mean, I would say on average, maybe six per day. But what you're seeing is still, um, you know, milk is the primary source. You're still offering 
milk first and then solid second after about 30 to 90 minutes after. Now, once they hit nine or 10 months of age, this is where kind of that more critical period happens where they really should be proficient enough by now that they are sitting down for meals, that they are eating enough, that they are expanded into finger foods and different textures. And so we want them to be having three meals per day. Again, this is going to give them that experience that they need. And it's also going to really get them into that routine. So this is where most babies naturally will drop some more milk feedings. They will probably drop at least one nursing session a day, but this is the other thing. It really depends again on how much calories your baby was taking in from solids before and also what textures they were on because if they were only on purees or if they were on maybe some thicker purees or some lightly minced foods but you were spoon feeding them, they were able to get in more calories then and if they've only just switched to finger foods now, then it may be actually a drop in calories happening at, at mealtime. So you might not really see a drop in nursing sessions because again, they have to fill themselves up some way, one way or the other, either through food or through milk. So it's going to be just highly dependent on your baby. So don't stick to a specific number, but what I want you to focus on is, are they actually eating three meals per day and have you advanced to those more difficult textures and are, are, they, are you seeing that progress happening and are they interested? If they are not interested, this is where I want you to troubleshoot. So I want you to look at your kind of pattern where you typically may have been offering milk first. I want you to actually offer solids first. I want them to go into that meal with really a, a high motivation to want to eat. And I don't want them to be full on milk at all. And the other thing you can start to do if this makes sense, it might not make sense for you, but it's something to think about, is if you are still doing a top-off, like breastfeed nursing session after you were offering them solids just to like kind of make sure that they've gotten enough calories in, you might want to consider starting to drop that or phase that out. If you're going to be offering a top-off, then I want you to wait a period of at least 30 minutes, ideally even 60 minutes after offering solid food so that they're not thinking of milk as a backup. Because tons of babies at this age, especially if they're struggling, and again, it's so much easier to just drink milk, drink their calories through milk, they're going to hold out for that milk if they know it always comes after a mealtime and if it's always there as a backup. So I want you to think about that. Maybe 30 minutes is enough. Maybe it's not. You might have to push it to 60 minutes after offering solid food so that they're really not associating that milk as a backup to them not eating solids. And it's okay for them to feel a little bit of that hunger so that they can realize, oh, I've got to try and eat at mealtime some solid foods because milk isn't coming right away to immediately satisfy that hunger. So I hope that makes sense. And really, this is just about gently nudging them to really start to focus on solid foods. This is not about letting anyone go hungry. It's opposite. We want them to be filling their bellies. It's just we want them, you know, to, if they haven't naturally done this on their own, we want them to start to shift and gradually move over to solid foods on kind of like in a step by step way so that they are where they need to be and we're not running into problems of milk dependence later on. Now, as your baby moves into, you know, 12 months of age, 13 months of age, 14 months of age, this is when, if you haven't already, you can start adding in solid food snacks. And so at that point, you're really going to see nursing 
you know, reduce the amount of feedings that are happening. It may only be a couple times a day, could be three times per day. Some parents and babies may want to continue nursing like whenever, just kind of like a free schedule. And again, if that's working for you and they're eating well and they are sitting down for at least one solid food snack per day, I'm fine with that. And then you can use nursing as another um, snack, just like pure milk as their second snack. But if they're not, and again, especially if they're really struggling with those textures or they're really showing picky eating tendencies, that means they need more experience with solid foods. The more experience you give them, the more exposures you give them, the more strategies you can implement at mealtime, that is going to help turn that around and not you know, cause it to go get any worse. So I want to see at least one solid food snack offered, if not two. So obviously that's going to affect how many nursing sessions happen and let it happen gradually from there. So some babies will, or toddlers, I guess at that point would continue nursing um, a few times per day for like long time. Maybe it's another year, maybe it's another two years and that's fine. But for others, it might just be the beginning of a gradual weaning process. And it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. And just always do what's best for you and for your baby. Of course, everyone has their own trajectory to follow. Um, Everyone has their own wishes. I just want to make sure that as long as it's working for both you and baby, continue doing it. And if it's not, if you are seeing that there's issues come up, you know, I really encourage you to look at how the quote unquote on demand feeding is maybe affecting solid food relationships, okay? Now, the last thing I wanna offer as something to think about is night feedings. So if your baby is, again, not interested in solids or eating very, very little um, by nine months of age, especially 10 months of age, and they are feeding throughout the night, I just want to bring to light that that is calories that is being provided to them and they only have a certain capacity for milk and for food in general, in a 24 hour period. So the milk that's happening, the feedings I should say that are happening at night can be getting in the way of what is, uh, of how much they should be eating in the day. And I want you also to know that those calories aren't required at night. They're required in a 24 hour period. So it's okay to look at some solutions for um, weaning them off of milk at night. Just want to let you know that it is not necessary for from a nutrition perspective or from, you know, the ability to actually sleep at night has nothing to do with food um, being taken in (laughs) at nighttime. So want to throw that out there. And I hope that you found this episode helpful. If you are ever looking for some more information on how to help advance your baby in solids, how to feed your baby a variety of foods and how to actually get them to eat it in a happy and a healthy way, I have courses for you. Please remember that I have my baby-led feeding online course for babies 6 to 12 months of age, and I have my feeding toddlers online course from 12 months of age and up, pretty much up to 8 years of age. All those strategies work to help manage and prevent picky eating and have a happy toddler at mealtime, stress-free meal. So check those out. I will link them for you in the show notes and have a wonderful week. I hope you enjoy the fall weather. We have awesome fall weather here, and I hope you have some too. And as you're gearing up for Thanksgiving in the U.S. and Christmas everywhere else, enjoy the season with your little ones. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye.